Welcome to Jewish Audio Theater with your host, Heshi Rizel. The following story takes place in Spain in the 1430s, about 50 years before the dreaded Inquisition and the tragic Spanish expulsion of the Jews in 1492. The story is based on a Gershon Kranzler story, The Young Artist. Like in the Hanukkah story, the Spanish church persecuted and forced many Jews to abandon their Yiddishkeit with long, fiery lectures in shuls, forcing great rabbanim to public debates that humiliated them and Yiddishkeit. All of these actions led to the violent pogroms, like the one in 1391 where many Jews were killed, Rahman al-Atzlan. Nevertheless, Jewish men, women, and children throughout Spain were brave and trusted in Hashem and remained steadfast in their Torah observance, refusing to convert. Tragically, Jews in the tens of thousands became Christian, but many kept their Yiddishkeit secretly in hiding, called conversos, anusim, the forced ones, while the church called these Jews maranos, pigs. Rabbi Joseph Abatrani was a great scribe, a sofer, having the unique skill to write Torahs, tefillin, and mezuzahs. His works were sought after all over Spain and Portugal because not only was his writing so clear and elegant, but he was also a renowned Talmud Chacham. He lived in a small village in Tortosa with many other Yidden who refused to convert to Christianity. These Jews were ordered by the church to live there as their businesses and professions were taken away. All this to pressure them to convert to Christianity. Ah, the Megillat Esther. One more chapter to complete it. Please, Hashem, the Judaismo in a miracle to survive this bitter galut with the Spanish church and the Rishaim. So many have been killed in the riots, and so many, out of fear, have, Hashem Yishmor, become Christian themselves. Which reminds me, I have to check this Sefer Torah, given to me by a secret minyan of conversos. Hashem Yishmor, who can be knocking so late in the evening. With a trembling hand, Rabbi Abatrani opened the door and was faced with a nightmare, a guard from the church. Joseph Abutrani, you are to come with us. You have been requested to come before the padre at the church. The rabbi felt faint, but quickly recovered. Let me say goodbye to my wife, please. Rabbi Abatrani walked briskly towards his office. He quickly looked around. What can I take with me? Ah, a Sefer Tehillim. He then quickly picked up the miniature Megillat Esther and placed it into the small, beautifully handcrafted silver box. He took a deep breath, steadied his hand, and wrote a note with instructions for his son, David. Vamos! Let's go! Do not keep the padre waiting. The rabbi finished writing the note and then ran to the bedroom. My dear wife, the Rishaim at the church are requesting my presence in the middle of the night. Please, 
be strong for David. Bezrat Hashem, God willing, I shall return soon. The rabbi then ran to the door, quickly turned around to scan his home, his farim, the kitchen where Donna, his Aishas Chayo, made such fine food with all her heart, knowing this might be the last time he would see her and experience the warmth of his family and his home. And now we present The Art of the Sofer, Part 1, with the voices of Rifki Sachs, Nathan Schoenfeld, Heshi Rizel, and our sound engineer, Rabbi Mati Rosenberg of MYR Productions. Padre Ignacio, the Rabino is here. Oh, Rabino Abutrani, welcome. The guard looked at the priest behind the desk. He suddenly bowed and declared, Archbishop, your eminence, please forgive me. I was not aware that you were here. Si, si. I sent Fray Ignacio away. This is important business. You may leave. Outside in the hallway, the guard thought to himself, What is the Archbishop Paul di Santa Maria doing here in Tortosa? It must be important business. Rabino Abotrani, welcome. The rabbi just stared at the man behind the desk. He suddenly nodded and said, Rav Solomon of Burgos, it has been a while. The archbishop suddenly stood up. Don't you dare call me. <clears throat> I apologize, Rabino. It is late, and I am agitated with many thoughts. Please, sit down. Have some water for you. <laughs> I read wonderful books, my chaver, that revealed the truth. You should read these books. You will see the true spirit and join me. Join the church, Rabino, like my other Jewish colleagues, including my young disciple, Hirani Molorki. Upon hearing that name, the rabbi thought to himself, Yoshua Lorki, the Mishumat who joined Ferrer to humiliate the Rabbanim in the debate of Tortosa, causing the burning of many books in the town. But you weren't inspired to become a Christian from books or inspirational speeches, were you? What? What do you mean by saying that? You feared Vincent Ferrer and the violent mobs of 1391, as did many Jews. You were afraid. Afraid, and not because you were inspired to become a Christian. The insolence. Enough. Yeah. Please, have some water, Rabino. You are wrong. I converted a year before the riots in 1390. Before the violence happened, I was inspired by the truth, by the books, by the holy words of Fray Vincent Ferrer. Not according to your wife, Joanna. May her soul rest in peace. We spoke many times. She refused to convert and remained in Bat Israel. She told me what really happened. You did this for the kavod, for the great honor and wealth of being an archbishop. 
See, poor Joanna, my faithful wife. But don't worry, Rabino. I buried her in our church cemetery. May her soul be blessed. So cling to your new faith, Solomon. But leave us who wish to follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his Torah alone. Rabino, look. The Chudios have converted in the tens of thousands. They now have prestigious positions as doctors. They have successful businesses. And they even represent the royalty in, in, in business international and entrusted in the important positions in the government. Hashem smiles upon them once again, no? You are now Esav. Do not mention the name of Hashem. Just leave us alone. Rabbi Abatrani wanted to say more to this Mishumid, a Jewish trader, who was eagerly destroying many Jewish neshamos, but stopped when the archbishop angrily got up from his chair and walked around his desk. Now, standing in front of the rabbi, the menacing face of the wicked priest was even more frightening by the dancing, eerie lights of the oil lamps. Rabbi Abatrani held his Tehillim tightly and spoke up again. So, why have you summoned me so late this evening? To convert Hashem Nishmo? The Archbishop began to pace back and forth, trying to calm himself down. He finally stops and faces the rabbi. The church has a new problem, Rabino. Many judios of Sargosa, Barcelona, Tortosa, are wealthy manufacturers of leather clothing businesses. They easily became conversos out of fear, humiliation, and the need to get their businesses back. So they said, Okay, we will convert. Just leave us alone. Well, Rabino, what we are finding out is what many who became Christian, it was just a show. They lied. They used their conversion to get ahead with their new businesses and professions. They are secretly keeping Shabbat and Kashrut. We now call these secret Jews Moranos, swine, because they are filthy liars. And you, Rabino, know this very well. Anything to say, Rabbi? Rabbi Abatrani remained silent. You know what I am talking about. You, you are checking a Sefertura if it is kosher from one of the secret minionim of Maranos. We know. You give secret Torah classes. You, Rabino, encourage the inspire these new Christians to keep Judaismo in secret. You, Rabino, have become an enemy of the church. Do you have anything to say? Rabbi Abatrani kept silent. He now knew that he was in trouble with the powerful and ruthless church. I do not wish to harm you, Rabbi. You are known throughout Castile as the great sofer for your Sifri Torah, Tfilin, and Mizuzot. 
Your scholarship is sought after and is much admired. Accept the true light, Rabino. Become a Christian and join our holy church. It you will inspire the secret Judios and to bring them into real Christianity. We are not your people. You have become a Hellenist, a Jew who helps the Greeks persecute other Jews. Rabino, you will be rewarded, given many benefits, a house, money, prestige among our honored leaders throughout Europe. Hashem Yishmor, God forbid. Remember the bracha of Chanukah, Solomon. Sha'asa nisim lavotenu bayamim hahem bazeman hazeh. Hashem will bring nisim and niflaot and make the Spanish power disappear like the Greeks and the Romans. Do teshuva, Solomon. It is not too late. You know all about my familia, and I know yours. You and your wife, Signora Donna, had a child, a boy, in your old age. I don't want to do anything to you or to your family. Please consider, Rabbi. We have ways of making you change your mind. Never. Leave my family out of this. Guards! Take this stubborn hoodie away from me. Bring it to the dungeon. Rabbi Abitrani was repeatedly tortured, then brought back to his prison cell, and then prevented from getting any sleep. You are too old for this, Rabino. We will not allow you to inspire the conversos. Become a Christian in the church. Never. After the last round of torture, the rabbi was thrown into his cell. He collapsed on the cold stone floor. He was too weak and too much in pain to crawl to the bug-infested straw mattress. He knew his old body would not tolerate any more of the stressful pain and torture. He just lay on the ground and thought now was the right time to say the vidui with all his heart, when suddenly he heard the creaky metal door to his cell open. Nizrishaim, no rest. Please help me. Give me strength. And protect my wife. And my son David. Instead of being yanked up from the ground, this time he suddenly saw a face on the ground staring at him. Rabino Abutrani. My name is Pedro. A guard. I'm from a conversos. I am a judio. I am saddened with what I see. My, my family was not brave like you. I wish that I, I could save you from here, but can't. What can I do to help? A message to someone? They were both laying on the ground. Rabbi Abitrani just stared at the guard. 
he thought, I feel my life is slowly leaving me. Can I trust him? Yes. Please, go to my house and tell my son David to always trust in Hashem. Tell him to open the top drawer of my desk and to take out a silver box. Take the silver box. It is for him. He needs to finish. Yes, Rabbi Abutrani. But what need to be finished? Shema Israel. Hashem. Rabino, Rabino Abutrani. Oh, I need to fulfill this request. The knocking startled Signora Donna. She woke up. She realized that she had slept in the living room chair. She stumbled to the door, not knowing who it was. A friend, an evil messenger, a solidaro from the church. Her heart was racing. She opened the door. There, standing at the entrance, was a guard from the church. Donna, who was usually a very quiet and timid woman, demanded... Where's my husband? I want him back. He is a holy man. He needs to be home with his family. Signora, please let me in. I can't be seen out here. My name is Pedro, a guard. I was a... I mean, I am a judio. I'm a judio. I have a message for you and for your son, David. Signora Abatrani somehow trusted this guard and let him into the house. Signora... I'm, I'm sorry. The Rabino was very strong and brave. He became too weak. He said the Shema and, and then died. No, my husband, what a sadiq. He died of Kirish Hashem. He told me to tell you, son David. That's me. He tearfully walked up and hugged his mother. Poor Papa, I feel so bad for him. A tzaddik and kind to everyone. Your Papa gave me instructions to tell you to find the silver box in the top drawer and to never lose faith in Hashem and to to finish. He didn't tell me what. I must go now. I can't be found here. May Hashem heal all of our wounds. Pedro silently left the home into the early morning light. David ran into his father's workroom. He opened up the top drawer and saw the small silver box. He looked at it and turned it around, looking at it in different angles to figure out a way to open the box. Ooh, this reminds me of other silver objects Abba ordered from Natan, the silversmith. A button to push from under the handle? Yes! The cover suddenly popped open. Papa's beautiful handwriting. It is a Megillat Esther. What's this? A note? Be strong, my son, and live your life in the service of the Ribono Shelolam. I see in your hands the power to be a great artist 
in the sacred skill of Hebrew writing, carry on our family tradition, and wherever divine providence may send you, do not forget to take the Megillah in the silver case which I was making for your Bar Mitzvah, Bezrat Hashem. Remember, always keep the... the... I, I can't read the last words. Papa must have been rushed. Always keep the... the silver box. Always keep the silver box with you. Mama, look. Look what Papa made for me. A beautiful Megillat Esther for my Bar Mitzvah Bezrat Hashem. Oh, my husband's beautiful handwriting. The world has lost a great sadiq and a wonderful sofa. Signora Abertrani could only cry when she saw her husband's handwriting. Shiva was very lonely. No one among the secret conversos dared come to visit. Two nights later, again, Signora Donna and David were startled. Donna was nervous. Ay, 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 who can it be? Who is it by the door? It's Pedro. Pedro, please, let me in. Signora, you and your son are in danger. I, I know the Archbishop is arranging for you and David to come to the church. He wants to convert you and to make you and your son examples to the secret judios. He failed with your husband, so he wants to show off by converting you and David. I know, no. When, when are they coming for us? Uh, I don't know. It, it could be tomorrow. Quick, pack up quickly. Take some belongings. Why, Pedro? Where are we going? Where, where? There is a ship leaving tonight. They are smuggling out judios. We must get to the ship without being caught because it is against the law for judios to escape Spain. I... I will come with you. I... How do you know this? Signora, Signora, I will tell you. I know people. But right now, we must leave immediately. The bags were packed. They all walked to the door. Signora Abatrani and David were in tears as they looked around their house for the last time. As they approached the wagon, Pedro called out, We are headed to the Ebro River that will take us out to the sea. Quick, let's get on the wagon immediately. Donna and David climbed onto the seat of the wagon as Pedro was pulling himself up to sit next to them. They turned around to see the wagon pulling up right behind them. Pedro, what are you doing here? The Archbishop Pablo de Santa Maria has requested for them to come to the church. Stay where you are. <gasps> Alfonso, Juan, they are with me. I am bringing them over. Everything is good. Pedro, you have no business being here. The two soldiers now dismounted from their wagon and they walked over to Pedro. This message was given to us. Who gave you the orders to pick up Signora Abatrani and her son? The other guard spoke up. You know, Pedro, 
The other gods always whisper about you and the others who become Christian, they say. Can these Christians be trusted? Can you be trusted, Pedro? Who told you to come here? Tell us now. Pedro suddenly yelled, David, grab the reins of the horses. Go, 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 go. I will hold them off. Pedro, you Marano swine, you will pay for this. Juan suddenly ran towards the escaping wagon. No, no, I cannot let this happen. Pedro lunged towards Juan, thrust his sword into his side. I, Pedro, you stabbed me. Whoa! David gets the horses to stop. Pedro, we stopped. We're waiting for you. No, no, go. Go to the port. You have to make it to the river. Go. God willing, I will follow. Pedro, you will dearly pay for this, you traitor. Oh, no. The other guard on the floor is slowly getting up. Pedro, behind you. Mama, what is happening? I, I, I cannot see. I, I can't see. We're too far. Mama. I hope we are going the right way. Oh, please. Please, Hashem. Help us. The wagon disappeared into the dark forest. Thank you for listening to Jewish Audio Theater. This is the conclusion of Chapter 1. Stay tuned for The Art of the Sofer, Part 2. Two.